What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita. But they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. You're tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Is it me or is it hot in here? Uh huh. Is it me or is it hot? H O double. You hear it? So Hollywood. So Hollywood. So Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get ignorant. It's Hollywood life, so bright, let's get right for a little bit. Hey, the a little bit. Hey, 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 Special effect, it's your girl Marquita, aka Miss Hollywood. You're tuned to another episode of So Hollywood the Podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't know, it's your girl once again. So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally, and I bring them together with this thing called What Entertainment. <laughs> As you guys know, I like to do a little recap. Episode sixty-one. I had. He won the ultimate, the dopest, one of the dopest of the founding members of St. Lunatics is a Midwest Wayne. Yeah, so hot in her. But anyway, yes, he's a founding member of St. Lunatics. He is the owner of You See Me. Yep, I have the clothing brand as well. It is so dope. I really appreciate him for even sending me that stuff. Um, Delta 8 Creator. It's a drink. It's an infused drink that he has. You can follow him on Instagram. K Y J. U A N L U N A T I C O G. You heard me, boss. But, anyways, without further ado, I'm going to bring my guest up here today. Um, he is a mysterious man. Very, very, very mysterious. <laughs> So mysterious that I almost couldn't find anything on him. And I didn't want to feel rude and be like, oh, my God, I can't find anything. But he explained why he was so mysterious to me. He is an Illinois native. He's an engineer, a military brat, and very mysterious. We have Mr. Mark. I'll be fucking up names. Mark. Right. Rudd. 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 How you doing today? Man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. How are y'all? How's I'm, everybody doing? Man, you know I'm good. You know I'm good. I that's, know you are. I stay goody. <laughs> I know that's right. So let's get this interview started today. I'm excited. I'm super excited. I'm gonna call you Mr. A- AKA Mystery Man because that's what you that's what you are for right now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Even in the mess. Let me find out. Let me find out you masked up to be Mr. Mystery Man. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So we're gonna start this interview off right. Um, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like, what's the earliest memory memory that you have? We're gonna do a timeline from like the youngest oh, man. up until like the middle, and then up until now. So go ahead and hit them with the hit them. Well, you know, the music all started with me when I was young. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just like, you know, watching the, all the old cats. My parents have a house party. Right. And I hear stories about me working the real to real. I don't know. You know what I mean? So from being in elementary and junior high, being in a band, wanting to be a DJ and all that. So, you know, music is just part of me. It's just the energy. It's the love that I have. So, wait. So, you said so you, were love, in the band? Man, you were in the band growing up? I was in the band. What, I was in the band. Play? I played the trumpet. Play? Okay, I played, okay. I played the trumpet. And I played the drum. Oh, I was about to say you played the saxophone because we was gonna be here. No. I was gonna high five you. We no. st- but we still a wind instrument, so that's good. That's still that's yeah, but, still good. 
I can't play none of that today. <laughs> he said, I can't play none of that today. Why can't you play any of that today? Why? Uh-huh. Tell me. Tell me why you can't play that today. I know, you, I know well, you can still read music. If you can still read music, I'm sure you can still... You can still play. Nah, man, you know, lungs, man. You know, lungs is getting old. Uh-oh. The lips was messing up. You know what I'm saying? Does, I smoke, right it, 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 does it smoke? Does it, does it smoke hurt it? <laughs> hey, but we ain't gonna tell nobody that. <laughs> that's good, that's good. And you're originally you're originally from Illinois. So let's let's talk about the music scene in Illinois when you were growing up. Like how was that well, and how impactful was that to your life now? I don't know. You know, like I, I I was born in Illinois, but I really didn't grow up in Illinois much. I grew up as a military kid, so I was a little bit of everywhere, army bases, little nowhere towns to wherever. So it was just like I got cultural in the music just from being where, you know, we might only had an AM radio station. What? So you got to listen to what's offered, you know, some bluegrass. and You just learn to love music at that point. Right. The overall entertainment aspect. That's where that came from. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I got people, you know, that, you know, a lot of my mom's side of the family, you know, that grew up in church, singing in church. I didn't go to church. So I didn't sing in the choir, none of that. <laughs> they tried, but that's not my thing. I was a sports guy. I didn't want to sit okay. in no church singing no music. So, and I wouldn't sing anyway. I just stand in there. You know what I mean? So, I was lip syncing. <laughs> Do you know most so, of the people that I interviewed started off in church, and that's crazy because, yeah. like it, like religion. I don't want to say religion, but church plays a big aspect in the african-american community so it does um and being that you said you didn't really care for it and you you wanted to push through through something else when so where do you physically call home because um we'll talk atlanta now okay okay atlanta because i've been here 30 years it's the one place i've been the most in my life so this is more home you know i call st louis quincy home but you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's not really home. Cause I know this place like no other place in the world that I've ever lived. So, so that was, this your is my end, home. that was your end situation, so to speak. Like that's where you ended up at after moving to multiple cities, multiple, you Correct. moved out of the country as well too, right? I did. Okay. I used to live overseas. I lived in Germany a few different times. And you know, when I finally decided, you know, I got to make some type of foundation for myself. I decided Atlanta was the place to be because I heard, it was opportunities for us, our culture. Mm. So I'm like, man, this is where I'm going. Right. And right. that's where I've been ever since. Wow. So shout out to yeah. Business Bully. That He's the homie, too. He, You definitely need to link with him if you don't. I'm sure because you know a What's lot up, of business? people. You know a lot of people. So he's a definite nah. person. <laughs> Not <laughs> like said, you. Ah. <laughs> Nope, we're not about to switch this interview. Nope, no, 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 we're not. <laughs> it's all yeah. good, though. It's all good. So, okay, so when you um got established in the Atlanta area, what were where were you at the point of your career? Like, did you? Because you're an engineer, and you also do other things outside of engineering, in which we'll talk about Correct. that. So, how did you even get into that aspect of the music industry? I mean, you know, when I first moved here, man, it was just like a new start. Right. So, you know what I mean? I worked odd jobs, construction, warehouses, whatever. And it's just over time of meeting people mm-hmm. to meeting the right people that kind of like led me into what I wanted to do anyway. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, you know, just connections. Like Atlanta's a lot of networking. So Excellent. I network with people. Oh, you do music? Oh, man, let me pull up. Oh, man, let me come in. Like, I didn't know how to engineer at that time. What? You know, I wasn't there that good at making beats and nothing. It's just like, yo, I'm interested in music. Right. So I just want to be a part of the vibe and the scene. So once I did that, I had people that, you know, kind of came into my life and helped guide me and teach me how to engineer. I didn't go to school for mm. engineering, you know, so people just kind of taught me along the way. So, and that's kind of how I got into the engineering aspect. I never had a goal of being an engineer. So you what, what, what was your just, goal at the beginning? Like, what did you really want well, to do growing up? I thought I was going to be an artist. I thought I could rap and sing until I realized that everybody around me was better than me. So, And I didn't like the way I came across when I heard myself. So what? I'm like, that's not it. 
<laughs> so, and I realized like being an engineer is like everybody around me, we can do all of this except put it all together. Mm. I'm going to do that. Let me see what this is about. And I kind of got into engineering like that. You know what I'm saying? A, it wasn't a lot of engineers like throughout the years. It was just people that either knew how to make beats, like the basic beats and or just the artists because the engineer played a big role (coughs) excuse me a big role in artistry or the artist development today and so um so how do you feel about that portion of everything because without the engineer without the producer without a dj the artist is pretty much just that the artist so how do you feel about being an engineer and, and 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 like growing that part of your yourself so to speak well i love i mean i love the aspect of engineering because i you know i love to create you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's just part of the creation process you know i'm not the voice i'm not the producer i'm not the songwriter but i have some type of part in creation mm-hmm. so you know that's my way of getting in without being able to do those other things that i told you i wasn't gonna do no more right right so you know what I mean? And we're also, we're definitely a major part of this music of industry. Course. Like most of them don't appreciate that, you know, just like anything in life, man, you know, you're expendable until you get somebody else's, not you or not them. And so, you know, we are a valuable piece of this industry, you know, and this like outside world don't really know how much, much of a part we play in this. Back. You know, just cause I don't sing a note doesn't mean that I can't get the note right on the artist or, you know, the beat, right. Or, right. you know what I'm saying? EQing the frequencies and compressions. And there's so much to it that, you know, that we play a part in that artists don't do. Producers don't do producers. Most of them don't mix their own beats. Right. So, you know, you know, we play a major part in that, but you know, we don't get much of the glory from it. You right. know, where most of us are behind the scenes, you know, so, you know what I mean? But I'm a type of person who loves to stay behind the scenes. First of all, this is the most exclusive interview I've ever done because I don't show access. myself. Access. That's the exclusive you know I mean? access right there. You just being you know on the, you just being a part of the show is the exclusive access. Because hey, ain't nobody else got an interview with you about the things that you do. Like and, and still and still are is still going to be a mysterious person even after this interview. You feel me? Like they're going to know just enough. They're going to know yeah. just enough about you to the point where they're going to be like, okay, well, I really got to go and figure out what he's about type situation. Yeah. And that's dope. Well, I, I respect the grind. I respect the hustle of you know being an artist. I respect it of being a producer. Mm. There's a lot of work that they go through. So of I respect course, because my you know fiance, I mean? their privacy is gone. He does all of that, and he comes home, and he's like, sometimes he's just. You know, he doesn't want to be the person to be like, oh, well, you sound bad or you, you, you know, you, he doesn't want to come off as that person. He just wants to be able to mix your, you, he wants you to sound good, you know, and that's exactly. the overall biggest picture that I could see as an engineer, because you, like you said, y'all don't get enough credit in, in getting these artists to, to where they are. Cause sometimes like even being on a live show, like it's different. Right. And so right. producers and engine, I mean, engineers play a huge part when it comes to your levels, when they, that when you want to do these auto tune songs, like you got to have the do. right pitch. You got to, you know, you have, even if you don't learn music or learn it, I mean, even if you learn it yourself, it's still the ear that the engineer exactly. has that some people don't actually have. So how yeah. important is it to be a good engineer and also what are your top three things that you could give engineer up and coming engineers or people that are already in the game? Like, can you give a little bit of background of that? Well, I mean, to be a a great engineer, man, is first of all, you got to be a people person to be able Mm. to deal with the people you work with. You got to be able to adjust to different personalities. This artist is one way you get to this one. They're another way. They could be anal. They could be assholes. They could be cool. They could be sweet. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they don't need your help. Sometimes they do. You got to know how to fit in, you know, yeah. and find your place in that room. And it might be a different place in another room. You know what I mean? Right. So other than that, you know, you got to be knowledgeable because, you know, sometimes artists ask you for things that they don't explain in engineer terms. Yeah. 
So yeah. it's like, okay, <laughs> what does that mean? I want a poop And I have pat, to figure pat, it out pat, like pat, that. Pat, like. <laughs> yeah, you know, some of them think there's a magic button that you can just hit and everything turns them into Jay-Z or whoever. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Right. But, right. <laughs> you know, so, and it's just, you know, you got to be strong, man, because, you know, you can, you can feel intimidated in some of these rooms of or course. you can feel like, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're just talking down on you or disrespecting you. You know, you got to have a, a thick skin in this industry. Right. So, because one you know, minute they'll tell you like, oh, scratch this whole thing. Let's move on to something else. And you just be like, yeah. well, I just did this whole thing. You can't be in your feelings as well as an engineer because, they, I, of course, you don't let anybody talk to you any kind of way. That's because you're human, correct. first and foremost. It's correct. But for the second part, it's like, like you said, dealing with different personalities. You could have one artist that's like, I'm um, trap music. I'm, you know, I'm real. I'm really from the streets. And then you can have an R&B okay. person. <laughs> you, <laughs> and then you can have this person that's an R&B singer that that's not even about that life. You know what I mean? It's so yeah. many different aura so to speak because it's not even about like the person at hand it's about that aura and that energy that you even like leave out of the building with so being yeah. being that i said that how many auras have you been around and how oh, what? like <laughs> and how do you feel about that recording process like what's the recording process for you as an engineer well I mean, you know, the recording process is it's an adjustable process because everybody's different. Right. Everybody records different. They have a different process, the way they approach things. So first and foremost, you have to be adaptable. It's not about me interjecting my opinions or how I do things. I have to adjust to the person that's in the room with me. I work for them at that moment. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, but I've dealt with, I think every personality known to man, you know what I mean? It's like, oh man, you know, some of them a little off. Some of them were cool. Some of them were gangster. I got sat in a room with about 50 guns pointed at me sitting on the desk. You know what I mean? Not pointed at me, literally. Right, but, right, you know, right. you sit just, the gun down on the counter there. and he yeah. sits his. And he sits his. And it's like, yo, I feel like I'm about, you know, at any cough, man, that right. thing might go off. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. you know, hey, you know, so you deal with a lot of people, you know what I mean? So right. you never know. So it's, it's something that you have to adjust. Right. You can't take the person. Right. It's business. Right. So when you, you know, when people when, get about their music, they get anal. So, you know, what I mean, it's like, hey, man, you're here for them. So no matter what they want, you have to provide that. Right. Right. So when that happens or if anything like that happens, what what um what do you give these up and coming engineers to do? Like how do how should they respond or react or like, you know, ultimately feel when somebody like that? Or people are in that room. Like, I know you said that, that you work for them at that moment and you're supposed to mm -hmm. do everything. Well, not everything, but you're supposed to fall in line, so to speak. So how how do, you feel, how do you feel about that portion of it? And, and will you are you the type of person that be like, OK, well, look, this ain't working for me. So maybe you need another engineer. Has it ever came, has it ever gotten to that point in your career? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can you elaborate oh, yeah. that on a little a I've little had bit? artists that I've had artists that come in and, you know, can't do this, can't do this, but this is what they're expecting. And it's like I may not be the person to deliver mm. that for you. Okay. You know, it doesn't take away my skills, but it's just like me and you may not coincide, you know what I'm saying? So right. there's nothing personal. It's like you have to find that right person. Like when people find that the right engineer, they keep them. Right. You know what I mean? You got to take them with you because, like, you can go to anywhere from L.A. to New York to anywhere. And you get in a room with somebody that can't keep up with you or mm. doesn't know your sound or what you're looking for, what you're trying to do. It just makes the workflow messy. So that kind of brings down the artist. The artists don't want to work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They're ready to go. So, you know, it's like, like I said, it's adaptability, man. You got to be able to adapt to right. anything. So, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's hard to tell somebody when you feel disrespected because mm. a lot of the time as an engineer, we're invited to the room as a solo. You know, you can't bring your friends. Right. All of that. But within the room, the artist got 30 people in right. there. What am I going to say to you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you got to learn how to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about to get jumped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So and you your little one pistol ain't wisely. gonna do nothing for you when everybody's strapped. <laughs> exactly. So you know what I mean? It's just how do you adapt? Right. 
Right, 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 right. I got right. some mentors on there now, man. Some people that mentor me is watching you now. Yay! Shout out to you. Yeah, so some of my mentors is on here. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, hey, thank y'all for tuning in. Yes. Being that you're so mysterious, <laughs> how did you even get these opportunities to work with people? And, and does your work technically speak for itself? I think my work speaks for itself. But how I got in the room, yeah, that's a mystery to me. You know, I don't know how I got in there because I was getting in the rooms with no knowledge. Yeah. I got in there. I didn't know how to fly hooks. I didn't know how to put the tempos. I didn't know how to put, I didn't know none of that. Right. So, you know, how I got in there, I don't know myself to this day. But I'm blessed that somebody believed in me. Right. Somebody said, you know this what I'm saying? And gave dope. me the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, people tell you anything, man. You know, people say anything about you. <laughs> you're so modest you're very hey, modest <laughs> i just want to live my life and enjoy it man you know it's, mm. a, it's a job but it's also a job that i love you know what i'm saying right, right. So, so i've had jobs physical labors and it's nothing <laughs> i want to go back to me either like i I'm, <laughs> I'm similar to you i'm just like i work odd jobs to make it it just to figure out what my overall goal is and right. I figure that out and that's media and being the person to come and talk to and feeling comfortable enough to to open up and have certain conversations so that's where I see myself going now because I think this po- I don't not think I know this podcast is is going to take off for me and so this is the bigger picture for me and and even giving people a platform um, such as your mysterious self <laughs> to come on and just express, you know, how it is to be a, a a staple in this game under the radar, so to speak, because you know what I mean? Like how to, cause how can you maneuver around this industry, but yet still be so mysterious? Like, well, I'm not mysterious how- too. <laughs> I'm not mysterious to those in the game. Right, you know, the okay. people in the industry know me. Right. But the public doesn't know who I am. Right. You don't know who I would be if I walked past you, who right. I know, who I work with, who I kick it with. You know what I mean? So right. within the game, you know, there's people that respect my talents that call me, you know, need whatever I offer. Right. You know, if I'm not the one that offers what they need, they call somebody else. There's nothing personal about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to give them what they're looking for. So, you know, within the business, I'm not mysterious. And it's not a very big business. This business is smaller than people think. Right. You know I mean, once you're in it, you know, it's like, you know, dang, they're everybody in it. Right. So we they know what you're too. capable of. They yep. speak on you. Yeah. So, you know, hey, man, call me. Tell them to pull up. Mm. You know, hey, fly him out here. Hey, come out here. Ride around with us. Kick it with us. You know, amongst other things, you know, I'm also a type of person, man, I'll do anything to help us succeed. So, right. yeah, because I'm an engineer, but if you need somebody to drive, I'm going to drive you. Right. You need somebody to go hook up some cables or whatever. I'm going to do it. You right. know what I mean? You need this. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a team player. I'm an MVP of the team, but right. I'm not an MVP player. You know what mm. I'm saying? I support my team. I know that's right. So. And with that being said, it seems like you know how to technically play a position, many positions to where at the end of the day, it gets done and you don't really, people, done. people don't have to really outsource too much because they got a one man band right there that knows how to do certain things that you might be looking for. And so how did that even become about? Was that just, cause you know, a lot of people got egos first and foremost. Yeah. They're like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not about to drive this car for a nigga that, that I work for, or I'm not about to hand out CDs for a nigga I work for like but what are you what what are you gonna do technically so hey, man. how how important is it to play many positions but still have a prominent role in this game in this thing called entertainment well you know what what's that saying man you know I'm a tra- jack of all trades but a master of none yeah, right. that's me <laughs> you feel me so you know I don't mind doing the dirty work you know I could be the Dennis Rodman of your team mm. or you know I could take the shot if I have to you know what I mean I might miss that mug but I'm a shoot right you know what I'm right. saying but you know I also you know I feel like I've earned like respect and credibility in this so like if somebody needs something I can call somebody I can call right. a producer I can call these persons and you know I have enough respect I feel like that's just my opinion in this game that people pull up you know, and come and help the other artists that they don't know or help this or, you know, just kind of like, you know, when I was in your city, you know, so we yeah. needed something. Yeah. Call my girl up. 
Yep. And she put us on. You know what I'm facts. saying? And he from there and didn't do that. You know what facts. I'm saying? Big facts. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, he's in Richmond. That's the homie. Pull up to the studio. And I'm going to bring me? who? Lex Luger you to the studio. Me? And that, and we made Come it on. happen. We made, made it happen. happen. The studio session so, you was know, dope as fuck, too. Yeah, long just connections everywhere. Everywhere yeah. I go. You know, but I'm a people person. And, you know, like when I'm on tour, I don't sit in the back room, man. I walk around and meet the people standing in line to come see you. Right. You know, like I can do that because who are you? Right. I don't know who you are, but you got a badge on for right. somebody. Right. I don't know who that is. <laughs> But yeah, I'm in here. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And that's so, what I like to be too. I like to like to feel that that cuz oh, it's, it's a different aspect. Oh, what would you say? He said a jack of all trades is a master of none, but it's always better that better that's a master of one. Okay. Talk to me, DJ Moon. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Moon. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> but like I was saying, like even walking through a concert with a badge with a vip badge and people not even knowing who who first of all who you with who you are and just being a prominent figure in that moment and or overall because yeah i'm just here i might be taking pictures i might be getting getting you guys to get autographs i might just i might even be a road manager you would never I might know. be the cowboy i might wipe up the stage right the towel. that's my right. job clean up this mess <laughs> Right. Pack my bag. <laughs> <laughs> now, Whatever how, it takes to how be on many, top. How many people told you to actually pull up? Can you count on their hand? On your on, no. on, on many? <laughs> no. I can't. <laughs> I know that's right. on. Stun on. Stun on. You're so modest. Hey, look, I just got pulled up. On, I had to pull up today. Uh oh. I'm on a pull up mission right now. <laughs> But I ain't gonna tell you why and who. So uh -oh. you know. Uh oh. Maybe I'm gonna pull later. Up maybe later. Huh? Maybe later. <laughs> maybe later. Maybe well, later. Let's explain to the folks how we met. We met at a Ray Shrimmer concert, and I was doing promo. Yeah, we and yes, we um, after that, it was just we just stayed in contact and yeah. built a relationship. And with that being said, how important is building relationships in this thing called entertainment? Oh, major. Without it, man, you know, you get passed by. There's some talented people with no connections that'll never make it. Mm -hmm. I always look at this industry like you wonder how this person made it. Their music sucks. And, well, because they're connected. Mm -hmm. They're linked in, you know, so you can't knock their hustle. They just got a better hustle. They might have better music, but they grind, you know. They know mm -hmm. they stars. They know this is what they want to do. So they'll do anything to get there. Some people live off their talent and think the talent is supposed to get them there. Right. But it's 10% talent, 90% business. If I'm wrong, somebody correct me on that one too. <laughs> no, everybody <laughs> literally has said that since they've been on the show, everybody says it's 90% business and 10% talent because, business. um, and for one, a lot of the artists, they just want to be artists and that's not how it's supposed to be. I feel, I feel like you should at least know the foundation of everything that you got going on, especially the people around you. You should at least know right. their names, what what their specific job is like don't don't not know someone just because they're just around or that's my homeboy that's gonna be he might be taking the pictures but i don't know what he right. gonna be doing like no put everybody to work put everybody right. to work like if they don't want to work hey. they don't need to be around like 100 percent. like if you're not working if you're not handing out if you're not talking about the task at hand then no even be the best blunt roller you can be like if you're gonna hey. do it <laughs> That's a job. That's a fucking job. They yeah, don't walk to pay somebody what fifty thousand to roll this foot. <laughs> I would have been right I, there. I'm gonna quit you, engineering. How you that. want that? Yeah. How, how you want? How you want that blunt roll? Yeah. How much you need? Yeah. How much? Listen, I'll do that job too. You goddamn I'll right. Do that job you too. can smoke for free and get paid. Oh, talk to me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So let's talk about um some of your credit. I know you don't really like to let people know um some of the things that you've done, but I know you we've met through Ray Sh Shrimmer, and then you also have um 
G Sambo and Guap, which is the ones yeah. that you brought to the studio. So how did you even yeah. meet up with them first and foremost? Well, Ray, uh, Ray Shrimmer first, and then um, the ones that we know, because I don't want right. right, to go out to those. Right, that right, we, <laughs> but right. the ones that we've already mentioned. Like, So how did you come up on um, Ray Shrimmer first and then G Sambo? And Guap. Well, there's a partner of mine that had a studio, you know, and at the time I didn't know him. You know, I knew somebody else that worked there. You mm-hmm. know, he was like, man, come up here. And I had quit the music business. I went to college was trying to get my IT degree because I got tired of doing the music. And he's like, man, come back, come back. <laughs> so I went to the studio. It was in Marietta, Georgia, just mm-hmm. working. And he was affiliated with Mike Will okay. and all of them. And they will come and, you know, work out of his studio and that's kind of how it all happened with them it's just like you know just all organically you know what i mean they right. popped up meet them we start working all the other ear drummers and so you know it's kind of like a ear drummer spot you right. know what i mean where right. a lot of them came you know it was just a low-key studio form here go you know what popped mean? up so, ear drummer school man you talk about them they show up that's, man that, come on where's mike at that's spooky <laughs> Where's Sway and what, Timmy? Where they at? Right. That's crazy. Plus, yeah, man. So, you know, so it kind of organically happened like that. It was no intentions. I didn't even know they even worked in that place. I was just wow. coming up there to vibe and meet him and rock with him. And, you know, we, we kind of started rocking together and it just kind of happened like that. Right. Right. So your personality yeah. was pretty much what, well, of course you had hits. Uh, in front of that but <laughs> your personality is kind of what took it over or took the cake so to speak i think that's my major tool is my personality not my talent it's my personality and you know then i can show you that i am pretty good at some of this stuff you know what <laughs> i mean i still got stuff to learn but you know facts i'm in here i'm really to learn I, I mean i learned from somebody that never did it in their life they hit a button and figure something out Hey, man, how'd you do that? They don't know, but let's figure it out together, right. man, because I don't know how to do that either. Mm, that's look so, at you. I'm always learning. Mm-mm-mm. And so, um, G Sambo and uh, Guap, how did you, because they're in Richmond and you're in Atlanta. So how did nope. that, go ahead. Well, Guap's not in Richmond, but I met Guap like years ago, like 10, 15 years ago through a, another partner of mine, Young Julie. Okay. You know, we had a studio together and he was coming in working. Mm-hmm. How he got there or who he met, I don't know. But, you know, we just became cool after that over a long period of time. And G. Sambo is his artist. Okay. And that's oh, how I met G. Okay. Sambo. Okay. Is Guap, is yeah. Guap an artist too or is that, is that man? Guap is an artist. He's okay. an artist as and well manager. as a, a label owner and okay. manager. Okay. You know, Guap's a businessman. Let's yeah. put it like that. Okay. He's okay. a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. He got his own clothing line too, and you should check it out. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We got to get him on the Rich show top. too. We definitely got to get him. You said Red Top? Let's chop it up with Rich Top. Rich All right. Yep. That. Rich. And it's just one H, one word. Okay. Gotcha. Got it written down. Got it written down. So, <clears throat> excuse me. And um, if you want to mention other artists, that's cool. If not, I know, you know, that's a little. <laughs> hey, listen, like I tell my family, you see, see my dimples. Right. <laughs> hey, you try. <laughs> but we will talk Creed. Creed too. You did mention that. Um, so I did. So I did. How, how was that? It was my it, um Mike Will. Can you list some of the the people that was a part of that as well as how how that process was? Well, I can't mention all of them people, man. There's a bunch of people that had something to do with that. But Mike executive produced that Creed mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So I was working with one of his artists, our ear drummers, ears. So ears to the streets and we did a song and Mike put that on Creed too, mm-hmm. you know, produced by B-Rack mm-hmm. and Mike Will. I don't know who else, but you know, I don't know all the details, <laughs> but I know I have my little part in it. You know what I mean? So Mike, Mike put that on the soundtrack, man. So, you know, I got blessed with a little movie credit. You know what I mean? Uh, Thank shit. you, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. It was 2 chains. everybody else who helped me out. Uh, 2 chains. Schoolboy Q and E. Yeah, that's who's on the song. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Killing with success is the name of the song. Killing with success. Man. They won't like that. Man. Y'all go check it out. If you haven't checked it out, I'm pretty check sure. Check it out. Yeah. 
Yeah, you definitely check it out. Check that out. Yeah, <laughs> I think Mike did a dope job with the soundtrack. Man, there's a lot of people on there. Mm-hmm. Some some classic artists, some up and coming artists, and like you know, he did his thing. Mm-hmm. And then one last thing with the artists, um, six one five exclusive. We had talked about mm-hmm. that offline, but mm-hmm. can you mention a little bit more about that and what you had to do do with his projects? <clears throat> Well, like, you know, he was managed by a guy that, you know, kind of helped me out in this industry for years and years. And mm-hmm. he signed him and brought him to me to kind of help, you know, guiding, directing, you know, helping, you know, develop him and mm-hmm. record his music. And, you know, just kind of help build him up, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And do whatever we can do to help him become what he wanted to be. And that was a star. So, you know, he had other, you know, he had a change of heart at one point, but he's back. So, Y'all look out for 615, man. He'll be coming back out here soon. You know what I mean? Shout out to 615 because that's where I was raised. That's Come on now. Tennessee, if y'all don't know. You feel me? Frankly, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee to be 100. Because Tennessee also, like, Tennessee is another Virginia when it comes to talent because it's a lot right. of underground talent there. And it's a lot of talent in general because Tennessee, they get the 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 impression of, Oh, it's just country music and Dolly Parton and all right. those, you know that type of stuff. But it's definitely hip hop there. It's definitely oh. some things to check out there, just as well as Virginia, because we are def- a, a melting pot of talent. Even in Richmond, like Petersburg, of course, is where Trey Songs and all that other shit. Chris Brown is right. here, but we <laughs> we we could collectively come together and make this thing work, just like another Atlanta or just like another L.A. or New York or something like that. But that's yeah. a whole nother ball game because we don't have we don't no, have either. what Atlanta has. Atlanta is a twenty four hour situation. No. You can go out two o'clock in the morning yeah. and run into Jazzy Faye and be like, "Oh, I want to make a music music video or or something with you." And, oh, let's go to the studio right. Right now like niggas is ready like niggas is right. on, they stay ready in there so how is the let's get to the the last part of this how is the music scene in atlanta i know i know i hear a lot about atlanta put a lot of atlanta people on so when you mm-hmm. when you got there or in the process of becoming an engineer how was that music scene and how is mm-hmm. it now I mean, you know, the music scene was was jumping here, but, you know, it wasn't like, to me, in my opinion, it wasn't a worldwide type Mm -hmm. sound. You know, you had, you know, Kilo and all of them type of people that, you know, was popping and going crazy here. But, you know, the West Coast may not have knew about them, you know, and it just became that scene where, you know, Atlanta was the sound, you know, so everybody came for it. Now, all of a sudden these artists here getting their opportunity to be heard. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of like Nelly put St. Louis on the map. He wasn't the first one to come out of St. Louis, right. but he had a style and a swag that, you know, made the attention to bring the cheese and all of these other people out. Right. Without him, who knows if they would have ever been successful. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Atlanta's kind of like the same way to me. It's just a bigger melting pot. It's more of a black culture. So, you know, it's more like, there's you know, more of us and it's more like where we take the time to, you know, help each other out, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And make Atlanta what it is today. Like, you know, if you're in the music business, you got to come to Atlanta. Facts. you got to come down here and rock with us. you got to. Mm-hmm. You have no choice. If you don't come to Atlanta, you're missing something. Right. Atlanta is more of the, yeah. the doing aspect um, rather than the talking. Because soon as you yeah, say, yeah. as soon as you say, I got this idea, Atlanta is like, well, what's the plan? Let's do this tonight. Who who we gonna get to play this? Who we like? It's it's a plethora of things that they go through, and then they literally just do it without even For hesitation. Real. And that's that's another thing that I think we're missing is t- the just do it aspect of the entertainment, so to speak. And 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 with that being said, where do you see your career going now? Because I know we talked offline about maybe like doing artist development and stuff like that. So. Do you see yourself moving towards that now, or like what are what are your plans after being being an engineer? Because you played so well, many my goal. roles in the entertainment life. So, well, my goal in this entertainment is not to continuously be the engineer. Mm-hmm. I don't mind doing it, mm-hmm. but I want to be able to help those that get into this position that I'm in, that other people around me are in, because it's it's not as easy as people think it is. But once you have people on the inside, it makes it a little easier. So I know if I think there's some talent or somebody like that, 
I can get people to listen or, you know, they can just sit down. They might not do anything for them, but they will at least take the time, something that you probably couldn't do yourself. So I don't mind being a developer. I've done it before. You know, I've developed artists over my time. You know what I mean? But I just want to help those that want to be doing this stuff. You know, I live my dream. So now I'm trying to help everybody else live there. This is what you want to do. I might be able to walk you in the door. Or at least knock on it for you. You know what I'm saying? You know, we get close. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because that's how I feel uh, as well. Because it's a lot of people that come through the studio that's very, very talent, but they don't talented, but they don't have any kind of like I don't I don't want to say motivation, but they don't have any guidance to push them towards yeah. certain things. And so that's another a- avenue that I would like to um to listen to or go because I broke an artist. I know what it takes to break an artist. I know, you know, the yeah. groundwork that it takes. And so it's a lot yeah. of it's a lot of talented people that are just getting overlooked because for one, they don't have the following um, they may right. have they may have the work ethic and they may have the talent, but they just don't have what. I guess society is looking for it, so to speak. So I want to do that as well. So we can also work together on that when we we talk offline. But, um, but yeah, artist development, I don't think it even exists anymore. They just want people that have already got a hundred K they a hundred K followers and they got, go ahead, explain it. Go ahead. I ain't gonna say that artist development doesn't exist. There are very, there's still some that do. Okay. The majority of them, Hey man, you know they made a dope song and boom, you know they famous. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a little. It works more like that now than it used to. Right. You used to have to have this and this and this. Right. Now you know, hey man, I sat in my basement, and made this song, and people like it. Right. I'm a star, but you know you don't know how to perform. You don't know how to control your vocals. You don't the know mic. how to leave that street so- shit out of the out of your performance or out of that exactly out of that shit exactly. Because once that so start coming in, in it's, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's still artists that develop, you know, that, you know, work on their craft and, you know, vocally train or, you know, go in here and, you know, work on their rehearsals and dance the stage present. Right. Some people just, y'all got to show me and give me the mic. Right. <laughs> and right. stand right here. <laughs> so, you and know, rap like, over their lyrics or rap over their vo- vocals. Yeah, exactly. Like, who exactly. Does, I didn't come to listen to the CD. I came to listen to you live. That's what I want to hear. Exactly. If you're not better well, than your record, then I'm gonna need for you to go back to the drawing board. And second of all, if if your hype man don't know the words to your song, <laughs> fire that nigga right now. Oh, like, come on, <laughs> I hate that shit. I hate that with a passion. I'd be like, yo, you don't even know the words. All you're doing is that's all. Right. I'm like, bro, <laughs> get him off stage. Like, I be, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm so into the entertainment business. It's I know this stuff like that. And I get frustrated right. at people that don't fix it. And then people that hold the mic. Like, it's so much stuff that I just want to tell their their manager. Be like, look, we got to go back to the drawing board. Come on, we. Not 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 y'all, because y'all not doing it right now. <laughs> we need to go back to yeah. this. Because I yeah, feel like I have thing. a lot. Yeah, I feel like I have a lot to, to offer some of these up-and-coming people. Um, and I know you have a lot to offer it, too. So A&R is right up your alley. Like, they don't... They don't it, that's just a whole nother ball game that I just get frustrated. I'm waiting on one of them to give me a shot. So if they watching, I would love to be a and r Let <laughs> me get in. Speaking into existence. <laughs> you heard them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Somebody give me a job, man. Yeah, me too. Goddamn. I'm tired of I'm tired of giving free games. Pay me. Pay me for what Ooh, I know. Come on. You know? Cause not everybody knows what come an EP, EPK is. Like even in this thing, even in right. this podcast game, I be wanting people to send me stuff, and they'll send me like this four or five page situation, and I be like, "Uh, y'all do know I'm not about to read this shit first and foremost, and, <laughs> and stop sending me links. Like, why are y'all sending links? Send me the MP3 so I can have it. You know what I mean? They don't know the basics of being a proper artist or or you right. know representing themselves as as their manager, if they don't have a manager. So that artist development is extremely important. And I hats off, hats off to you when you, when you get it, bring me, bring me with you. Cause I got, I got a good ear as well. And I'll tell these niggas, look, that's not good. No, yeah, exactly. I, we don't, like I think that. artist development gives them longevity. Hell I think yeah. if you put the time in, I think you'll last longer. Hell you yeah. know, besides people that make a dope song and got on and that's where they disappear. 
Well, the ones that last are the ones that take, you know, you know, they dedicate to their craft, man, and they work hard to stay there. You know what I mean? Yep. Development keeps you here. Luck gets you here. But development keeps you here. Mm, you heard them. You heard. Say that one more time for the folks in the back. I don't remember what I said. I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know what I, we'll go back. We'll run the tapes. It's all good. It's all good. So all it, right. it is 45 after, and I like to do this thing called top five. It's five questions, okay. five answers, and Uh-oh. it's catered to my interviews um, or guests. I'm sorry. Okay. So let's get it. Top, okay. top five songs you've engineered. Now we're going to get into it. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, now you want me to tell you what I've done. You know what I'm let me see here. Now, man, I don't. you got man. That's a tough question, man. Um, I'm gonna have to go on my hard drive. Killing with success. Okay, okay, that's one, or is that all of them? <laughs> Mystery man, what is? Hey man, you know, I don't even know the titles of some of these songs, man. You, you know, I've engineered. You can list some of the, the artists. Jeffrey the Jeffrey album, okay, the Jeffrey. So the album. Jeffrey album, you know, I did that. You know, what I'm saying? So I engineered most of those songs. Let's see who else. Uh, you got Brielle Leslie, you know, okay. with a uh, okay. side bitch. Uh, you know, um, the you know, what records I did with you? <laughs> she, ain't putting none out. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, you can do, I do a lot of records that don't ever get released. Too, ah, <laughs> okay. 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 So we're going to, we're going to, we're going to skip <laughs> this on. one then. We're going to skip this one. Um, yeah, thank t- you. Top five studio sessions that you've been a part of. Uh, well. My number one, I was in L.A. And I was in the studio, in Paramount Studios. And I had no clue that DJ Quick was pulling up. Like, that's my idol. And that just, like, yo, that shook me. Like, yo, man, yo, DJ Quick is coming here? So I was scared to work. Because, you know, I didn't know if I was going to mess up. Right. If I knew what I thought I knew, if I didn't. Like, that was player to me. That's one of my biggest and most, you know, Working with Sway Lee and Jimmy, you know, Mike and them, you know, like how we, you know, they work and the, you know, that's dope, you know what I mean? Because you never know who's going to walk in the room. Mm-hmm. Cash dollars, cool, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But this is your way of interviewing to get all these names out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether y'all love Young Jock or not, Young Jock is so yes, cool being in the studio. Murphy Lee is so cool. Like, you know, there's a lot of them, you know. There's a couple of them that, you know, I wish not named that probably was unsafe. Not those people I named, but, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Other than that, you know, I enjoy what I do. Believe so it or not. It doesn't matter, you know, who I'm in the room with. My significant other or my brother also used to tell me I look like DJ Quick when I press my hair out. Yeah. Come on, that's where I knew you from. <laughs> yeah, that's where. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I first met you. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> messing with you. I'm not. Okay. And if y'all watching, y'all see that modeling picture on the background. Oh yeah, my don't bad. let her fool you. Don't let it look. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we see it. We see it. We see it. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> um, <laughs> let's do this one. Top five tours you've been a part of? Uh, well, of course, you know, I was on the Race Rimmer tour, so yep. the one with Weekend mm-hmm. and Race Rimmer. Mm-hmm. Then we had Race Rimmer, uh, Lil Yachty, mm-hmm. and Black, or Six Black, or Black, you know. A mm-hmm. uh, long time ago, I, I was on tour with Ready for the World and Redhead King 10. For those that may not know, that's like back in those days. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I did a little bit of that. Those are really the only kind of like tours I've been on. You know okay. I mean? Okay. Oh, with ears and uh, hippie sabotage. Okay. You know that was lit. You know what I mean? We had to do the driving though, so you know. <laughs> well, let's say I did the driving. Okay. okay. Yeah. He said I yeah. did it. Everybody else slept on. I me. made sure they were safe. You feel me? I made yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, every now and then they woke up, man. I pulled over at the park, you know, what's the rest area, and I'm sleeping on the table because they don't want to wake up. 
see. But it's all good. We it's got all, there yeah, on facts. time. Facts. Y'all made it safe, goddammit. Um we made and, it. and <laughs> the last one is top five moments in your career. I mean, first of all, it's just the opportunity that people give me. You know what I mean? That's a blessing within itself because you don't have to call me. You don't have to give me those opportunities. Right. So that's the major thing. You know, it's just like somebody believes that I can help them take their career to another level and I can be a part of that. So that's the major thing. Um, what was the question again? I said top five moments in your career. Oh, my moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, see... I had one I was going to tell, and I ain't going to tell it. <laughs> it was a particular artist okay, okay. that was in the room. Mm-hmm. I was engineering. Mm-hmm. Me and these two producers from Cal, I mean, from New York, they're mm-hmm. songwriter and producer. Mm-hmm. Not going to say no names, but we in there, and it was a female. Uh-huh. It was just me and three other dudes. And, you know, she came in the studio with jeans and a sweater on, and she was like, yo, I'm not comfortable. And she just undressed right there. Like, she just took her clothes off and changed her clothes, and we like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> But oh she didn't care, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so that was like, yo, that was a moment. <laughs> so I ran into these guys like three, four, five years later. They're like, yo, man, me and you was I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you right. And it was that moment. <laughs> they, if they on here, they know who we talking about. <laughs> but I ain't going to say her name. Though. Y'all put, a, y'all put a heart on the Instagram comments if y'all know who it is. Y'all put a heart up yeah. there. Just Y'all ain't got to say the name. Y'all could just put a heart Don't and say just, name. Don't <laughs> just put a heart and be like, I yeah. know, I was there. I remember it. <laughs> so I don't really have a top five. I just, you know, it's, it's overall for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just the opportunity that somebody wants me to be a part of what they got going on. That's that's the most thing, you know, to me. Right. It's so many hearts coming. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, man. I love it. I don't know. I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're talking about. You don't know? Okay. We don't know either. They're not going to... I'm not going to say the name. I don't know what they're talking about. I'm not going to say the name, nor... But I rock with all of them, though. I rock with all of them. I know them all. I know them all. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So now we're going to get into... Exclusive access. I know you gave me an exclusive access um, situation earlier, but is there anything else that you can give... My following and your following, just a little bit of exclusivity to your life. <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> See, I was trying. God damn it, you good. Well, that boy good. <laughs> <laughs> but since you don't have exclusivity, but you gave it to me actually a little bit earlier. Um, I ain't gonna give it to you. <laughs> Hey, y'all, anybody work with me, I keep that with us. 100. I don't put it in a book, in a movie, nothing. It stays with us. That's good, because that's loyalty right there. Loyalty, power, and respect. Yes, that's uh, that's the top three for me. But, okay, so yeah. we're going to do our wind down, which is your shout-outs, um, what you're currently working on, if you want to give that, and where they can, <laughs> <laughs> and where they can follow you. Hey, man, well, I want to shout out first and foremost to everybody on this screen that's watching us, that's supporting you, that supports me, you know, everybody that allowed me to have my presence in their work and then with their passion, you know, you, G, Lex, and every, you know what I mean, everybody, man, I'm just honored and grateful and blessed to be able to do what I love to do. So, you know, I don't have to go work a nine-to-five job to take care of me and my family, you know what I mean? So I'm just grateful overall man being able to live as long as i live to be able you know to see the world you know i mean traveling the world like it's a blessing everybody don't leave their block let alone you know to see the country and the world overseas so i'm just humbled man you know very humble man i'm appreciative of everything that i get good or bad because the bad makes me better you know what i'm saying it's an experience that's what it's I call the bad. It's just an experience yeah. that you know what not to do. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. And who not to do it with. Facts. You heard them. <laughs> <laughs> Where can they follow you? I know. I, listen, I know you're a little uh, incognito yeah. right now, but they yeah, got to follow am, you. you know? They got to follow a, you, man. I only got IG, man. If you find my Facebook, I don't know how to get in it. So don't put nothing on there. <laughs> you know, but MRII13 is my IG. Um, you know, like right now I'm just working with songwriters and producers, you know, so, you know, we're working on music like that to submit to artists, 
you know, and also trying to help other artists, you know, develop them or get them into a room that, you know, they're trying to get into. Like, that's where I'm at right now. So I can get that A&R job. Yep. Yep. Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> you know, where they at? Yeah. And last but not so, least. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, what you were saying? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Last... I know, you, you thought you were going to get it. I don't know, I was like, wait, wait, what, 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 what? No. <laughs> he was like, squirrel. No. What? Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, the question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry, and what will be your solution to fixing it? Well, what bothers me is that everybody that has a part in you know, this music industry doesn't get the credit that they deserve yeah. or the respect that they deserve or the pay that they deserve, you know, and I just think it should be equal around the board, some type of balance, you know, to where, you know, if I put something into this, I should get something back, you know, it's not a favor because I work with you. Like you did me a favor. Like, no, we're all in this together. You know what I mean? So that's one of the things that bothered me. I just think, you know, everybody should get in, you know, get out what they put in. Right. So if you put something into it, you should get something out of it. You know what I mean? And be able to take care of you and yours and not have to beg for money or for this or that. Even though you've done a lot of things to accomplish yourself, you know, some people still can't take care of themselves financially because you don't get everything that you deserve. You know what I mean? There's sharks out here, but knowing that in this business, you got to know the business or that they can't shark you. Right. Facts. So, Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. <laughs> if you have any last words, you can go ahead and give them to them. If not, I'm going to go ahead and give my shout outs and we're going to be over. Okay. Well, you know, just shout out to everybody. And I don't have no words, man. Just thank you no and problem. stay blessed. And I feel blessed. Hey, Amen. And until my time comes, man, I'm going to keep riding this thing, man. So sure. come find me. <laughs> That should, be, that should be the name of the next next thing you do. Don't Come find on me. Yeah. Don't find yeah, you heard Where's it here Waldo? first. That was exclusive access. Come find me. That's what it is. You need, need t shirts. You need some t shirts. You need some merch. That shit. That'll sell out real quick. They'd be like, what? Come oh, find here we who? Go. Come find who? Oh you see it. You see it. Merch. You see it. Mark. Mark. <laughs> I like that. Mark. I like that. You've been marked. Yep. Yeah. That's even better. Mm-mm-mm. But shout out to you and thank you for even granting me the um the opportunity to interview you and get what I could get out of you. <laughs> it was a lot, but a little at the same time. But I really appreciate yeah. it. Um, but yes, okay. you guys can follow me in my SS Hollywood three one three. Of course, the podcast. So Hollywood the podcast. Um, if if you need a session, um, in Virginia, <laughs> session four twenty. Book your session www.greenleafgang.com. And last but not least, like, share, and subscribe this um, particular, <clears throat> excuse me, Instagram. And also go to www.allofhollywood.biz for any and all of my um, followings or anything that I per- or anything that I have. Merchandise, the podcast will be up there shortly and some more things will be up there shortly. But like, share, subscribe. Um, until the next time, this is episode 62 with Mike. I said Mike. I done fucked up already. It, episode, we did a whole interview and I'm talking about some mic. The fuck? Sorry. <laughs> you see what Your you name ain't big enough. You, you don't see. remember it. Guess I gotta get bigger in this game. <laughs> she can remember my name. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Until next time, I will have another guest tomorrow. So tune in 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every day. Holla, holla, holla. Peace. Thank you again. No problem. Thank you. Is it me or was it hiding? So Hollywood. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to get ignorant. The Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. The vibe's so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's celebrate life like it's gonna end in a little bit. Hey. Uh-huh. 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 U
accomplice. Hey! Uh-huh. So Hollywood! So Hollywood! Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, MISS313. I'm saying MISS. MISS Hollywood313 in the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast. If you want to be a guest, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. Until the next time, peace up, A Town Down. Baby. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.